check, check. One, two, check. Mic's on. From the world of education to you, my name is Dr. A. Our show is all about finding your voice by connecting our community through collaboration. All right, welcome back to another edition of Mike's On. This is episode 36, and I, I got to go down to the sixth grade hallway and check in with one of our science teachers, Mr. Scott Moser. Scott, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. How are you? You know what? It's Friday. Thank goodness. We've made it through five weeks of virtual schooling. I know. I should ask, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Yeah? The, the first couple of weeks were a little rocky, but, you know, we're getting into a routine now, and it, it's, it's getting much easier. Is there anything about this situation that you're going to find a silver lining on? I mean, anything that you're like, you know what, this actually is something that wouldn't have happened in class, or... I, I think the, the one carry the one thing I'm going to carry away from this, and hopefully the kids do too, is they're learning how to follow directions without having to be told a hundred times. You know, you're you're posting it or you're explaining it, and it's not like in class where they can easily come up and say, "I've got a question." Mm-hmm. You know, if they have a question, they have to they have to work through it on their own, mm-hmm. and it's problem solving. I think yeah. it's a great great opportunity. So there will be some things that we take away from this sure that uh, will help us but yeah. in the meantime it's a little bit of a bugger right yes it is much much so different as a science teacher um you know you probably do quite a few labs mm-hmm. right yep have you been able to do anything up to this point uh demonstrations only right and you know when we come back again still not sure what that science yeah. room is going to look like especially with uh, the social distancing right. and and all that good stuff so all your life you have been a science teacher. Yep. Every, All of your professional career. For, well, in, in my teaching career, yes. Okay. Because I had a job before this. Yeah. So I worked at a place called Builder Square. Yeah. I remember yeah, Builder Square. There was only like three of them. Well, they, they, I think like they took over Kmart's for Kmart a Kmart took them over. Okay. And okay. that's, that's kind of when things went downhill. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> then, then Home Depot came in shortly yeah. after that Lowe's yeah. did. And, yeah. You know, Builder Square. You didn't work at this one down here, did you? No, I worked at the one up in uh, Florissant. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so, all right. So let's get into uh, your educational journey. What, wow. Oh, first of all. Like, did you grow up here in Missouri? In I, I did. I grew up in, in pretty much in High Ridge. I was born yeah. near Jeff City, and my dad was a teacher, and we moved to Afton. and So I kind of grew up for part of my life in Afton, and we moved out to High Ridge. And that's probably pretty much where I stayed the, you know, the rest of the time in Jefferson County. So Did your dad teach in Afton? He did. He taught for uh, 25 years in Afton. He taught various science classes there. Um, he started out in junior high. Yeah. Ended up in high school. He originally started teaching down in Dixon, Missouri, down All by right. Fort Leonard Wood, and got a better offer here in St. Louis. And so we, you know, kind of like the Beverly Hillbillies, we yeah. haven't moved. So <laughs> I think that's the second time that somebody has referenced the Hillbillies <laughs> on this show. I think Walters may well, have done it too. <laughs> we, we may get to reference um, WKRP before it's Hey, over. there you go. I swear I thought they I could thought fly. They could fly. <laughs> Hey, so, uh, and for those of you that don't know, you just need to go watch WKRP's Thanksgiving special. uh, You can find it on YouTube. Oh, yeah. One of the best shows ever. Um, And we've talked about that quite a few times. But so so your dad moves you guys here, and Mm -hmm. who's all in the family? You and Uh, your mom? Me and my sister. And and your sister? Okay. And so, sister older, younger? She's younger. Yeah. Um, How much much younger is she? Two years. All right. Two years. So, So... Guys were all, Interesting. And so how old were you, though, when you moved here? 
Um, I when I moved here, I was like seven. All right, so you were just getting into elementary yeah, school, just starting elementary school, and I, I went to to school in Afton. Even when we moved out to High Ridge, because okay. Dad taught, you know. So, I so just, let me ask you this: Then, when you when you went from so Afton, where'd you go to middle or elementary uh, school? Elementary school was Manor Elementary, and then middle school, then or junior high was uh, Gotch. No, that would have been. Uh, it's McKenzie Junior High. McKenzie, okay. They changed the name to Rogers okay. Middle oh, yeah. School. All right, right. went All to right. middle school. And so yeah. high school? Were high school at? was Afton Senior High. So dad, was he in the same building? He was you? in the same building. Did you ever have him as a teacher? I did. How was that? Uh, it was weird. <laughs> um, the, the funny story. How did story. he treat you compared, you know? <laughs> he treated me more difficult than the other yeah. students. <laughs> so um, funny story. Get after it. He was the only science teacher throughout school. I, science was all his classes. I did really well and got A's. Yeah. He was the only teacher to give me a B. Uh, <laughs> I actually went down to the principal's <laughs> office to argue it. Because I was the kind of student that I kept track of my grades and I knew exactly what my grade right. was. Went down to the principal's office and uh, argued with the principal about it. He went down and talked to my dad. And my dad said, yeah. He said he did. He had an A, but he said he didn't deserve it. <laughs> so he gave me a B. And, and the principal... And believe me, I know him, so... Yeah, and, and the principal stuck up for it and said, yeah, you got a B. Oh, jeez. So after that, I got A's, but, you know, I guess right. he had to prove a point. You kind of know how that oh, works. Well, I know how it works from <laughs> the dad's point of view. So funny, you're telling me how it was for my boys, Funny basically. thing was, if anything happened in school, dad came to me first and said, what do I know about yeah, it? Yeah, or yeah. were you involved well, in it? And mm-hmm. were you able to help a little bit here and there? You know, I never told him the truth when I was involved in it. Well, why would you? No. I mean, no. No. Yeah, you push it off to somebody else uh-huh. and have them go down a different rabbit That's hole. That's right. right. And, you know, um, our group was not our group was not the best group going through Afton High School either. We, no, uh, you guys were a little rambunctious. Our, our senior year, they threatened to not allow us to have graduation. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you had nothing to do with that. No, actually, I didn't have anything okay, to do good. with that. That's yeah. good. There was, uh, it was, it was a long drawn out. It was actually a student who had been held back yeah. and he vandalized the school. Yeah, but that, it, that's not know, cool. No, I mean, no. I understand senior pranks, but senior there's pranks no reason are one to, thing, yeah. but vandalizing. Is so else. how many kiddos in your graduating class? Do you remember? 240. So a pretty good size yeah, class. Pretty good size class. Yeah. 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 How, what did you think of the education there in Afton? I thought it was good. Yeah. It was, it was interesting. Yeah. You know. It's a cool part of St. Louis Afton, I think. It is. It really is. John it's, it's kind of a it, yeah, it's kind of a small school, right? Um, small district. Um, but you know, it it was what it was and and I enjoyed it. And yeah. If I could, I'd go back again. Yeah, so you know? so um growing up, what did you like to do for fun growing up? Cuz I know what you like to do now. Oh, outside. I you was always I was outside? outside kid, yeah. You know, mom would have to. We we had not the, a whole lot of fishing holes there in Afton, though. So no, what? but when we were out in Cedar Hill, there was or out in High Ridge, there was quite a few more yeah. opportunities out there. So, um, did you find yourself going back and forth a little bit? Yeah, yeah, it, and, and it was kind of tough. I mean, I had my friends in Afton, but yeah. then I had my friends out in High Ridge, yeah. and it it just wasn't, you know. And, and Dad always said later on, he said, you know, he said, real honestly, he said probably you should have gone out, you know, to, to Northwest. Um, and, and I, that's kind of who you were. Yeah. That was, that was the, cause I, like I said, I had two groups of friends yeah. and you never, I never really felt 
like I was in with the Afton kids, and I, I felt closer to the High Ridge kids because yeah. I was with them more. Yeah. But, you know, that was back... Uh, before social media, before, before being so, able but, to stay connected. Yeah, but that was when, uh, was it Time or Newsweek voted Northwest R1 like the party school oh. of the nation or something. <laughs> yeah. It was as a high school, huh? Yes, it was. Uh, an <laughs> so probably a good thing. It you was didn't an interesting designation that they had. Yeah. yeah. So well, uh, at least you were able to keep in touch with people, yeah. right? You oh, still, I still, you still, still keep in touch. That's with awesome. Some of the people from from Afton. And, but what about High Ridge? Oh, over in High Ridge, yeah, I still see. I've got one of my best friends. We're out on the river, out in the woods every weekend together. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So once you graduate from high school, mm-hmm. tell me what happens next. Well, at that point, I thought uh, I really thought I wanted to go into veterinary medicine, and I went to Mizzou. Um, I got a bachelor's degree in animal science, and veterinary medicine is very, very competitive to get into. Um, at that time, they were taking like 75 students. I applied two times. I didn't get in. Um, then I decided to continue and go to grad school for a while. And I did that until basically the money ran out. Mm-hmm. Um, met my wife in Columbia, or at that point my fiance, and we decided to get married. Well, at that point, you know, had to settle down. So we came back here and went to work for Builder Square for about five years. Um, after about five years, I decided that that really wasn't what I wanted to do, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I always kept coming back to dad enjoyed teaching and, yeah. you know, he always had good stories and, you know, it, it, he didn't, he didn't want me to become a teacher right. because back then teacher's pay wasn't very right. good. Um, and I think pretty much, I don't know how much truth there was to it, but when he retired, he said I was making, I, my starting salary was what his retiring salary was. And that's, you know, that wasn't tremendous. Tells you a lot. At, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I decided to go into teaching and, um, went to MOBAP, got my teaching certif- certification and then, uh, went back and got two master's degrees. Yeah. So, so you, you're degreed up, aren't I'm you? I'm degreed <laughs> up. I, you know, I've, I've got all kinds of paper behind me. So yeah, right. Doesn't mean a whole lot. Well, sometimes, you know, but <laughs> I, I think it's good because once you, cause you're getting to that place now and we talked about it a little bit this week, um, where, you know, you can start looking at, mm-hmm. at other things because you're almost finished with. Yeah. This part of teaching, yeah, um, and that's gonna that's gonna be weird. I mean, you know, doing this job for twenty nine years, yeah. and you know, then you start thinking about not doing this job. You know, I, um, it kind of scares you, but it's kind it, of exciting, it does right? in, in in both ways. And there's no way there's no way I can be the type of person to sit at home. I, yeah. you know, I enjoy fishing and hunting and everything, right. but I don't think I could spend that much time out there. Right, my wife might not like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, she wonder where you are uh-huh. all the time. Yeah. So you you um, you you have the ability though to really start thinking about where you're going to be after right. uh, you're done with this. And you and I have talked a little bit about you know Missouri Cons- uh, Department of Conservation mm-hmm. and this kind of stuff. Does that interest you? I mean, it definitely yeah, it wanna... does. It, it does. I would, you know, I I think. I don't like to I don't like to force it on to the kids, but I think they need to have the experience. Mm-hmm. I know we did we used to do the fishing trip and mm-hmm. we took a hiatus for a while. But when I got to sixth grade, I, I thought, you know, this might be the only time a kid ever gets out catches a fish mm-hmm. in their life. Right. You know, that little bluegill that they bring in yeah. may be the biggest fish of their life. Right. Or it may give one of the kids a chance to to say, Hey, this is what I want to do. Yeah. You know, and that, that's kind of what 
what sparked my interest when I was young was just getting outside and, and being out in nature and just learning from it. Did your dad do a lot of outdoors type stuff? <laughs> no. Yeah, he he did. It's um, so funny. And I have to ask you that because when I talk to Borzillo, it's the same way. It is. Like his dad no. wasn't, like I always figure most people who get into the outdoors type stuff, it's something that they were reared yeah. with and it's right. something that they grow up with. But both of you... Um, have kind of a similar story. Yeah, Dad, he fished a little bit. They had a um, when when I was uh, I guess until I was about eight or nine, they had a, a a farm down on the Gasconade River, and we would you know go down there and fish. But Dad didn't really hunt. I mean, he just liked taking care of the property. He, he liked or what? taking care of the yeah. property. He he enjoyed being outdoors. Yeah. Um, the fishing part, I the fishing and hunting, the outdoors part, I kind of had to learn on my own. Yeah. Um, which was kind of interesting because you know I, I could. <laughs> I could memorize the field and stream magazine from front to back, but I, I couldn't make algebra work. You know, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, then uh, at one point, Dad took a part-time job down at Fenton working for Denny Dennis Sporting Goods. Yeah, and I would go down there. This was like when I was twelve years old. Uh-huh. I'd go down there because they were open till eight o'clock. I remember this. I'd buy a, a bucket of minnows and I'd go down to the river right down below the bridge. Right there, I'd fish all evening long till at least dark. Well, then I'd come up to Denny's, and I'd just hang around up there. And I guess I was about 13. This had been going, going on for about a year. And one of the other guys was like, look, if you're going to hang around down you here, need a job. Said, I'm going to put you to work. <laughs> so I started working down at Denny's when I was 13 yeah, years old. Yeah, that's and great. Of all the jobs I've had, that was probably the most fun job. Yeah. Because um, here I was, you know, 13, 14-year-old kids selling fishing equipment yeah. or sporting yeah. goods to, yeah. to guys that were 60 and 70 years yeah. old. Um, I worked down there at Denny's until I, I left for college at 18. Yeah. Um, he couldn't, and funny thing was, Denny couldn't pay me because I wasn't 16 yet. Yeah. So he would, it was kind of a payment in kind program. Yeah, sure. Now, hey, I, that, I need a package of lures. Well, all right, you work tonight, I'll give you the package of lures. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was an interesting, it was an interesting job to have. Just under the table minnows. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 most of my fishing tackle I got from working down there. Yeah. And, and. Uh, so that place is still open. Still open. Do you still frequent? I still and, go down there yeah. every chance Do you still know the guys that are there? Oh yeah. I still know them. That's uh, really cool. Yeah. I still stay in touch with them. Um, and the guy, Denny Dennis, he just, he lived in our same neighborhood for a while. All right. That was always kind of cool. He always had good stories, right? You know, because he'd go on African safaris and up to Canada, yeah. and, and you know, yeah. Sometimes I wonder how much hunting and fishing actually takes place with some of you guys, because I hear a, a lot, lot of, of stories. Story. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of storytelling. Like, like I wonder sometimes if you're scaring fish away sometimes, uh, or you know, yeah. that kind of thing. There's do you, a. Do you have a favorite? I mean, is fishing the thing that you really like to do, or do you like the hunting? Because I, it, I enjoy it's... I enjoy both, but I think when it really comes down to it, the opportunities for fishing, I have I have a few more opportunities yeah. than the hunting seasons are fairly short. Um, you know, and the fishing season is pretty much year round. Yeah. So, do you go same place when you get into hunting season? You go to the same places, or is there pretty much? I have two two main locations. I've got a friend of mine has a farm out in uh, near Pacific, and then a brother in law's got a farm up near Monroe City, mm-hmm. near Mark Twain Lake. So, what does that look like? What are your expeditions on those weekends or weeknights um, or whatever? What? Well, you know, there, there's in starting here probably next week. Yeah, you, know, you look out, you see the four wheeler behind my truck. I'm I'm headed out in the woods, but. Yep. Um, usually like if I'm going up North, it's pretty much, I'm out in the woods all day. Yeah. I'll take lunch out there and the whole bit. Yeah. 
um, around here. I'll, the bad thing is with my buddy, it's only like 10 minutes from where I live. Right. So I'm like, I'll go out and hunt a couple hours in the morning, go home and fix breakfast <laughs> and take a nap and go back out in the <laughs> afternoon. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, depending on the time of the year, right now is kind of that transition time. Right. Um, next week's supposed to cool off, so that's going to be perfect opportunity right. out there. So um, you do bow? I do bow. I do rifle, fish, I hunt. Of those kind of things, though, of bow and 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 um, rifle, is there one that you prefer? I like both of them because they're they're different opportunities. But I think my favorite choice is probably archery. Really? Yeah, I've, I've had there's to a lot more like there's more challenge. Yes, um, I have had to switch though to um, using a crossbow because my shoulders are yeah. both getting pretty bad. So. Yeah. Um, but really, you know, how you like, how do you like shooting a crossbow? Well, a lot, it's not what I expected. I I expected, you know, it's going to be a lot more accurate. It's going to be a lot more, it's really isn't much different. Yeah. Um, in fact, in some ways I kind of like the old fashioned bow better. Yeah. But, uh, because are you a trigger, you're a trigger on a crossbow, right? Yeah. You've got to release with a, with a bow. Yeah. And that was, and that was part of the reason why, you know, I wanted to get archery going here at school was, um, because I enjoy doing that. Yeah. And, you know, my biggest thrill is when I find out that one of my students, you know, spends time out in the woods. What's even a bigger thrill is when I find out it's one of the girls. Yeah, I know. I mean. I know. It's really cool because really, we've had that. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah, we've had uh, several girls that have, have been out there. And, yeah. Um, had one the other day, she she messaged me and said, oh, I'm going out with my dad this weekend. He's going, Bo, I'm not hunting, but I'm going out to keep him company. I'm like, awesome. Yeah, Do nice, that. Nice. But uh, and so yeah. and that's part of it too. I think the the, the kids uh, really get into the idea of uh, kind of tracking mm-hmm. and, and seeing where things are right. are, are heading, and then um, learning a little bit about the, yeah. the 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 patterns of these animals. And yeah, and it's, and it's not about it's not about the harvest. It's it's right. not you know I don't go out there for that. I right. just go out there. I've seen some of the craziest stuff out in the woods before. Mm-hmm. I, I watched mm-hmm. a hawk try and catch a squirrel running across a field one mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen Bobcat come walking right by. It, it's just, it's not that just... It doesn't freak you out at all? No. <laughs> like you could take the Bobcat, no big deal? No. It, you know, I was kind of like, yeah, they're a little bit bigger than I thought they yeah. were. <laughs> so is there anything that you um, would like to be able to hunt that you haven't been able to do so? Like, I mean... Well, the first one that comes to mind, one of the, one of the hunts I do want to do after I retire, I, I would like to go on an elk hunt. Yeah. Um, Those things are huge. I know. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, uh, yeah. But other than that, it's not like, there's not like anything else that I really. Any place you know, that you would like to try to hunt, like um, in the world oh, or. Montana or Colorado. Yeah. Montana, especially. I, I think Matt's done that. Or yeah, he's he, going. He has, he's, he, yeah. I think he, I think he said he's been up there on a, a, a mule deer hunt, yeah. I believe. Yeah. That's huge too. Yeah, I and, and I have no, des- you know, I have no desire to visit places outside the country. I, we've got right. a lot of places here we in do. the United States that I would just we love do. to go see. They're pretty exotic and yeah. just kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, where in Colorado would you want to hunt? Is there oh, anywhere in particular? It, uh, definitely up in the mountains. Yeah, I mean, you know, that just I, I, that's see, one of the trips them, I want to make too. Now, can you hunt bull moose? Um, you can. Can you? Uh, my wife would. Those things are that. huge. Uh, too. They're big too. <laughs> There, there's two things that my wife would would like. She said she wouldn't mind having a moose on the wall and and a bear. I'm like, ah, okay, 
you know, those are those are low on my priority list. You don't think you want to have to deal with that? No. I told her, I said, I'd be more than happy to take you out and let you go. Yeah. And that didn't go over very well. <laughs> a bear. Yeah. yeah I don't know uh, about Of all that. things, I was yeah. like, really? A bear? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I don't think I could handle that too much. No. So you've been doing that since you were 11, 12 years 11, old? 11, 12 years old, yeah. Yeah. And it's cool because it wasn't something, you found it. Yeah. You basically, it was something that you found. How yeah. did you get introduced to Denny Dennis's? Um, with my dad working down there. I'd, I'd oh, heard okay, of Denny's that's right. before, that's right. but then dad got a part-time job. So once there. dad was down there, that yeah. just kind of, you kinda easily, yeah, you easily got in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, they, the way they're situated, they've never really had to deal with the water, have they? No, but it's gotten it comes, close. it comes up around it. it, it. it, it, it Let's see what year. It wasn't the last one. It was a flood before that back in the, I guess it was back in the 90s. Yeah, that 91, 92 um, it flood. Got, he said if it had gone up a couple more feet, it would have been in there. They've been fortunate because where yes. they're, how they sit, yep. it's up a little bit, yeah. but it's right by the river. Yeah, it is, right there. <laughs> um, they had sandbagged. He said they'd, they'd sandbagged, and it was up on the sandbags. Yeah. But, that so, place has been there a while. It's been there a long time. Started out as a little grocery store. Did it? Yeah, and when Denny is funny, Denny got started, um, kind of his dad owned the grocery store, and Denny started selling worms back in the corner. And everybody wanted the worms. And, everybody <laughs> wa- and it, it just, it just kind of grew from there. It, it was kind of cool. like Bass Pro Shop. I mean, That's... Bass Pro Shop started kind of the same way. Right. Look where they are now. <laughs> I, I know. Well, the thing is, the toys that you need to have for the kind of stuff that yeah. you're doing. Like the other day, you were dri- riding behind me, and I swear I had this big Mack truck coming at me <laughs> because you got the lights and everything. Oh, yeah. Is that a newer truck for you? That is. I we got that uh, right after the quarantine ended. Yeah. You know, Chevy was giving all kinds of deals yeah. on them, and you like you, having a nice truck. Well, I, I do, <laughs> but we've also got a forty foot travel trailer, yeah, yeah. and uh, got to be able to pull. Got to be able to pull it. Yeah. yeah. My wife's wanting an, another one or a different one. And, <laughs> But so. you have you have yourself a boat and yep. you have yourself a four wheeler. You yeah. said any other fun stuff that you camper? Yeah, you know. And, and the older I get, you know, when I was younger, I could throw a, a, a sleeping bag in the back of the truck and I was fine. Right and now, you need now a little creature got, comfort. Yeah, we got air conditioning <laughs> and satellite TV. So yeah, yeah it's, it's not really roughing it. As no, much as you used and to, you know, right? we used to build little campfires, but now we've got a little electric yeah, fireplace. Yeah, just make it make it happen for you. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> That's Push great. a button and it's it's going. So. But the other thing too is you are a beekeeper. I am. I've how been long have you been doing that? Twenty five years, I guess. And how do you get into something like that? You know that that goes back to um, when I first started here. We had a science book. It was a biology book, and it was every chapter had what you can do as a biologist, mm-hmm. and a beekeeper was one of them. Yeah, and I was like, well, that's kind of cool. <laughs> so I started out. Um, I had taken, well, I'd, I'd started on my first master's, and, you know, Rockwood reimburses, you know, for, right, right. well, here I got this check for, I don't know, four or $500. I'm right. like, what am I going to do? Because they reimbursed me for my, t-. and I didn't tell my wife I wasn't, you know, <laughs> put it back in. I went and bought a beehive, and actually I bought two of them. Oh, geez. Yeah, I got started with that, and, you know, the first year, two became four, and in that first year, that became eight, <laughs> and then pretty soon it's ten. And so how many um, do you have now? Right now, I'm, I'm down to about 75. At one point, I had almost 200. 75 beehives. 75 beehives, but I had almost 200 at one point. How do you manage that? Uh, good thing you're a teacher and have, you know, you're unemployed in the summertime. Is that really what yeah, it is? Is that when it's the, the, that's, the hardest work? Yeah. 
The, the hardest is generally from the 1st of June until about 4th of July. And after that, it's kind of yeah. you know, hit and miss. And you don't mind to get stung? No. Huh? Now the kids ask me, you know, do you get stung? <laughs> yeah, I do. And, you know, I always tell them I can, I can get into one hive and be stung 100 times, or I can get 100, into 100 hives and be stung one time. Yeah. It, and it a lot depends upon um, the weather. Really? Uh, again, going back to, you know, weather and something I enjoy, um, you know, you just kind of pick and choose what days you work. So on. when a bee stings you, mm-hmm. what ends up happening with that bee? Anything? It dies. It, it pulls, when it, when it pulls away, it pulls yeah. its, the, the, its tail end out, yeah. basically, yeah. and it dies. So um, all in protection of the hive, yeah, basically. Yeah, all in protection of the hive. So, yeah. So it, you really try to make sure you're not getting stung. Yeah. Because you want to keep your bees. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it's inevitable. It's going right, to happen. Right. It, you know, it's it's. Do not, you do it, some hives get pretty big? Mm-hmm. Um, What's the biggest? I mean, like oh, how you, many? Like how many? Okay, how many bees are we talking about well, in one hive? Uh, and it, do they all? I'm sorry to interrupt, but do they all? You find this interesting? I do because <laughs> you and I have never really talked about it. I knew you did it, um, but do they all? Um, do, does one bee stay? Like, does a bee stay with one hive, or does it go to others? Generally, it does, as a okay. general so rule. But that, yeah. if they get out and find another colony, they can be accepted into another okay. colony. Um, it doesn't happen often. Are there ways but, for you to be able to tell that that's happened? Um, no, not know, really. You can't really you notice can't really, that because it's no. too many. Well, you, in a way, you can. If you've got a row of beehives, like five beehives in a row, mm-hmm. usually your ones on the outside have the most bees in them. Because the bees tend to migrate towards the outside. So okay. you lose bees from the hives in the center hives, in the center of the stacks, and they move to the outside. It's, it's kind of interesting to, you know, to see how it all yeah. plays out. Yeah. So you were at 200. I was at 200. How long ago? Um, that was been about uh, 10 years ago. And okay. then colony, colony collapse disorder came in. Um, and talk about that for a minute because. Man, that was, that was devastating. And, and I felt bad, you know, that I lost half of my colonies, but, you know, there was guys out there that had 50,000 colonies that lost 49,000 of yeah. them, you know. Mm. Um, there for a while, it was kind of... And that's what they do, too. Like, oh, that's yeah, that was, that was their thing. So, I mean, they their livelihood was pretty well gone. Right. Um, and and me, what happened with that sideline? It kind of it kind of disappeared, but the funny thing is, the bee colony, from that point on, it's been harder to keep bees. It's mm-hmm. been more and more expensive over the years. Um, just to keep like seventy five colonies that I've got, I every year I have to spend five or six thousand dollars to replace the ones I've lost. Mm. So it's it's not, you know, these people that want to get into bees and it's, it's good, it's a nice hobby, but you got to understand that you there's know an expense. There's an expense, and it's not cheap anymore because we've got so many people getting into it now. Yeah. So it's a matter of supply and demand. Right. And, and good old capitalism. Yes. Right. Well, some of that going on, too. You cannot find... And, and I, I put, stu- Like, give me an example of something that you used to pay this much for. Oh, my goodness. And, and um, something that's, like, okay. outrageously priced now. To start a colony of bees, you need what's called a package, which is basically a little cage that has three pounds of bees right. and, and a queen in right. it. When I started, you could buy those for 12 bucks. Really? Yeah. $140 now. For that same thing. Same thing. And that was 24 years ago? That was 24, 25 years ago. Uh, Another example, the queen that goes in the Mm -hmm. hive. When I first started beekeeping, you could buy a queen, mated and ready to go in the hive. She would cost $5. $40 now. For a queen. For a queen. 
See, after I retired, that's what I'm going to start focusing <laughs> on is raising. You know, I never thought in my yeah. life I'd pay 40, buck, 40 bucks for, for an insect. Bug. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time we want to kill them. Now, you've helped others, though, really I learn have. how to yeah. become. Um, I've mentored several people over the years. Um, I have. I, I teach a beekeeping class every year through Jefferson County Beekeepers. Yeah. Um, How you like doing that? I love it. Yeah, it you know it's it's one of those it's like an eight hour day that extends into ten hours yeah. because once you get in there <laughs> you don't stop. Yeah, you know. Um, I've been president of Jefferson County Bee. I've held every office of Jefferson County Beekeepers at least once. Yeah, state president, of the which Missouri I think state. is so cool. How do you how do you even like? Because you talk about how you got into it, and you kind of just do mm-hmm. it, but then you start connecting with these people. Oh, you people, connect with all these then, people. And then all of a sudden, there's this whole world yeah. that none of us really know yeah. about. It is. But it you're is. the king of it. And, and the funny thing is, when I got into beekeeping, I had a cousin of mine that lived three miles down the road, and um, I didn't know he had bees. He stopped by because my, my, our yard backs up to the county road, and he stopped by one day. He's like, oh, you see, you got bees? I'm like, oh, yeah, I just got into it. He said, I've had bees for 10 years. I'm like... I didn't know that. You know, you start, people start crawling out of the woodwork right. that have bees. Right. Um, but, yeah, I was uh, held most offices in Jefferson County at least once. Um, state president for a term. I was vice president, secretary of the state, um, Missouri State Beekeeper of the Year one year. Yeah. So Congratulations yeah. So, on that. That's awesome. That was like <laughs> 10 years ago. So, <laughs> so uh if you have hives, do you have to like register them or no. anything like that? You can just have something yeah. in your backyard. Yeah, or, not in the state. Do most do most places have ordinances? Like I know, I know people around here in Baldwin mm-hmm. who have. I don't know if the Bergances had come yeah. to you and talked I, to you. I, about I it, found but, out that they they have them now. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's yeah. competing for the honey. Yeah, there you, you go. <laughs> she's got a whole different area though. I, I, I right, but um, like in a place like Baldwin, mm-hmm. you could have bees you in can. your backyard. Yeah. Some 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 municipalities um, are not quite as lenient. Right. Uh, Eureka is they'll allow it, but they you have to come out. I think you pay a one time fifty dollar fee or something. Okay. They come out and survey your property and say, yeah, you can have some bees. Okay. Um, there's not there aren't many municipalities anymore that have ordinances against yeah. them. Um, since colony collapse disorder happened, and you know, then it became the end thing for everybody to have bees. So they just kind of because we need them. Yeah, we need them. Yeah, we need them. People don't realize that. No, they don't. If you, uh, to give you an idea, if you go into the grocery store and imagine 75% of the produce not there, no apples, no oranges, um, you know, you'd have root crops, tomatoes, you have tomatoes, you would have uh, potatoes, you would have carrots. Um, but the stuff we like to eat, yeah, you know, the sweet stuff, right. it wouldn't be here. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, that's a big issue. Right. We got we to gotta kind of keep an eye on that because... Yeah. Well, you've talked about it a little bit as uh, over the years, but uh, I do know that that's a, a, a yeah. very serious situation, and we don't think we we really give it enough. No, we notice. Don't. You know, no, we don't. So, um, how many years you been here? Twenty nine years. And at, so, all, at of, all of your, all of my educational career. Uh, Mrs. Riley was the only one that had me beat. Yeah, and she was here. I think. <laughs> so 30. now you are top dog. I am the dinosaur <laughs> in the building. Yes, I am the dinosaur in the and building. And so. Uh, Take me back for a second, that, that wow. interview and all that for, for the position. You know, what did um, you interview for and where did you start out? And all I that interviewed stuff? for a position in seventh grade. At that time, it was life science. Yeah, who was your principal? Um, that was... Um, Is that Corley? No, that was after Corley. That was... Uh, oh, Total blank. 
It wasn't Stryhall. No, it was between Stryhall and, yeah. And I have to remember. Uh, uh, Maxwell. Maxwell. John Maxwell Thank was. You. Thank yeah, you. All right. John Maxwell. Um, so he hired you? Yeah. It, it actually predated that just a little bit. I got a call. I'd applied here in the district. And I got a call. They needed a summer school teacher mm-hmm. at the high school. And I went in and uh, taught summer school when they needed a seventh grade science teacher here. Mm-hmm. So I came in for the interview, and well, since I already had my foot in the door with you know summer school, they hired me and um, started out in started out in where Miss Buker's room is right now. Right. And so you were down uh, in the basement. I was down. No. I was oh down, no, down in sixth down grade. Down sixth grade. In that area. And then uh, that was that was the transition year when we transitioned from junior to, to middle school. Okay. So we had at that time seventh, eighth, and ninth here in the building. Right. Um, then the next year it was sixth, seventh, and eighth, and. Uh, Wow, this building has undergone such changes I since know. then. I, I was thinking the other day, I would like to see if you've got the plans of the original building because I would just love to see you the know footprint. Yeah, see what it looked like yeah. then compared to now. Um, but yeah, it the was, seventh uh, grade pods were already here though. Seventh grade pods were here. You're they right. were relatively new. Right. Um, and then I'm trying to remember what was after that. I think it was the it was the front of the building. When I came in to interview, they were doing remodeling, and right. the interview was held here in well the old library. Right. Um, but yeah, it was it was a lot different than it is today. Right. And so uh, you start out in seventh grade, mm-hmm. and then and you were there for a little bit. I was bit. there until for 20 years in seventh grade, Do you, and then the opportunity to move to sixth grade came up, and ever since then it was. Were you I surprised when I said that's what I wanted to do with you? Yeah, I was surprised. Were you, were you hurt by it at all? No, I wasn't hurt. It was it was, a, it was more of a surprise. I just felt like it, it was time, and, and it was. And, it, and when I got down, my my biggest thing was, oh God, they're sixth graders. I know they're little. They're little. You know. But what do you think? I love it. <laughs> and had I known it was going to be that much fun, I would have done it. Even Years ago, that. yeah, yeah. It, sixth it really grade's was. a great age to be honest with you. It's... It really is, and you know that was that's something. And I kind of miss having them in the building because yeah. that was it was it, the one on one. You know, you, you can do one on one in right. Zoom, but it's right. not the same, right? You know, and it's going to be different when they come back, right? This you know social how we're going to have to do things is going to be different. It is yeah. going to be so different. Um, yeah. But, so because uh, I was worried because when I came to you. Well, you know it's what the been, worst part was? We just split Walters and me up. I know. That was what the worst part was. I'm trying to get was. him down there, but we'll I know. See. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the uh, Blizzard Brothers. The Blizzard right? Brothers. <laughs> and we need to reunite for a. I know. You know. I know he misses you. I know. <laughs> so, just doesn't have the same feel no. down there without the Blizzard and we Brothers. Always, we always swore we were going to cut a hole in that wall. Yeah, <laughs> Jeez. Well, so, um, but. You know, you've been down in sixth grade now how many years? Uh, let's see, I've, 20, I've been down there seven, nine years. Nine? Wow. Yeah, because I, I moved down there 20, when I had tw- at 20 years. So yeah. I've been down there about nine were years. You, were you nervous at all about making a switch, or oh, you yeah. knew you had it? I, okay. I was nervous. Yeah. You know, anybody's going to be nervous. Yeah. But once I got down there and working with the kids, it was... And what do you think of the subject? I love it. Yeah. I, you know, I like that better than Earth. I mean, I like Earth science. Yeah, but that because fits I like the you. weather part. You know, I, I love doing the weather. Right. Um, but yeah, the the life science part fits so much better. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, the the cool thing is, you are close to the nature trail, and if yeah. you wanted to, you can take the kids out for yeah. a minute. We found some things out there. We, we, we and we've had, got some deer around here. Yeah, we do. We we had the deer. <laughs> we had the deer bones. I finally, I think, I finally get rid of those. Yeah. So, Did you? Uh, 
the other day I pulled out in front of uh, the school here, uh-huh. and right in front uh, across the street, um, I don't know if you knew Bailey, but she lived right across mm-hmm. the street here, and uh, she, there were five buck really? together. Really? Yes. Wow. Which I never, you might see two. Yeah. But these were just five dudes just, just kind of standing out. there, just hanging out. I mean, I was like, boy, Moser would be just. <laughs> yeah, a couple I, I would have told the kids, <laughs> you're on your own for a little bit. I'll be right back. I, you know, I've, I've Does it to, amaze you how close some of these. Yeah. Uh, but they're used to it. They're used to the human interaction. I, I mean, they're, they're just used to it. We, my wife and I, um, weekend before last, was it? We uh, had gone up to do some, run some errands up in this area, and we stopped uh, and got some lunch at. at I guess it was firehouse subs. Yeah. Um, she was like, well, should, you know, we want to eat in the car. I said, no, I said, let's go over to school. I said, we got some tables out front. I said, so we came over here and we had lunch out front while we were there, had two does walk down and, you know, cross down new ball. And my wife's like, hey, they're good. And I'm like, no, they deal with that every day, you yeah. know? And, and so do the drivers. That's right. So do the drivers. <laughs> Cause they all slowed down, let them cross the road. Yeah. But, yeah. but you and I, we take kind of the same way home. So you yeah. take Old State to yeah. 109 and you get yourself down to Cedar Hill. Uh, you get off, though, before you run into the problem down across well, the you, river. I know. That's awful. That is a, that's a mess. Right? That is a mess. So you have to make a left when you get down yeah, to... Yeah, when I get down there, that, I make the left. Is that and, W? Yeah. That's, that's W. Which then turns into M. Uh-huh. Right? And cross over Highway 30 becomes right. M. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've, get, I've gotten to know that area yeah. just a little bit better because uh, <laughs> we, have to, we have to do soccer over there yeah. at Northwest yeah. uh, Athletic Association. So I, I, I learn my way around a go. little bit. But uh, I don't find myself going down that far too often. Yeah. But my goodness, that is quite a cluster that is uh, you know and they, they're building another subdivision they're putting that, in that's so yeah it's yeah without it's, having like a, a real good intersection right nah. there because it's just you know, a three-way stop the, that everybody the, the story i heard i don't remember the exact number i think they i forget <laughs> how many houses they were putting in there but if they put like two more in the builder was gonna have to put in a stoplight down there and so they stopped you know they did made the two other lots into common ground so they didn't have to do that cost them more money I know, you know. I, I mean, know. so I don't know. I don't I haven't figured it's out what they're doing the down there now, but yeah. Well, so um, you know, we've talked a little bit about you being close to retirement, mm-hmm. and we've talked a little bit about how you know Missouri Department of Conservation. Um, but how do you really want to spend your time? I mean, I know you're gonna you're gonna work of at something, something. Right? I, you know, I, I may I may sub. Yeah, I haven't ruled that out yet. Yeah. That's that's kind of nice. It'd be kind of fun to be. It honest really with would, you. knowing and, that you don't have to have yeah. the kind of headache. Yeah, and you can choose. Pick. I and think choose about when subbing. You're, yeah, you can pick and choose the buildings. You can pick and choose yeah. your days as long as you meet the, the level. Report. Yeah. So I've thought about that. I've thought about working with uh, over at Babbler, helping yeah. out over there, volunteering, or possibly getting you know hired on over there. Oh. Um, hey, I don't I'm, know if you've done this, but uh, you know. Have you looked into, because the big thing is insurance as, right. as we get to, to the yeah. end here. Have you already looked into that? Because no, I do I'm know October to. 1st, October 1st over at Rockwood South at like 630-ish, mm-hmm. they have uh, a meeting for uh, talking about I mean, you know, how, do you, how yeah. do you bridge that and all that. So just to let I you know. I might have to do that. Because I think I might head yeah. there just to see yeah. what exactly the options are once you yeah the good thing my wife's a few years older than me so once she gets to the age of medicaid then my cost of insurance is going to go down yeah. unfortunately her her employer doesn't offer anything yeah so. and that's the way it is in our house same yeah. way so 
Well, listen, I really appreciate you hey, fun. taking some time. To we have to just, do this again. I know, well, we can. We can bring Walters in. Oh, and, and, I, that would be you know, hilarious. So, so maybe we'll do a little Blizzard Brothers yeah, uh, reunion. That would be good. Mike's on, all right? You know. So listen, I don't know if you realize, but there's a, an intro to Mike's mm-hmm. on, and then there's an outro. And okay. If, do you know what the outro is? I do chance? not. Well, if the, pl- if the show is called Mike's On, what do you think we end with? Mike's Off? Hey. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Moser. All right. Thank you. Join us in the weeks to come as we learn and grow together.